Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. The number of older people at risk of poverty has almost doubled in the last two years, according to new data from the CSO. The latest survey on income and living conditions from the Central Statistics Office found the proportion of people at risk of poverty rose from 2021 to 2022, but the biggest increase was in older people, which has gone from 9.8% in 2020 to 19% last year. Sean Moynihan is the CEO of Alone. He joins us now on the line, and you're welcome, Sean, to the programme this evening. That's a very significant rise in the number of older people that are living in in very poor conditions, isn't it? It is, and unfortunately, it, re- it reflects um, that what we see on the ground and the support needs of older people coming to us. I suppose it's the thing that we all have to be aware of in a time of inflation. Those that are on fixed incomes, right, and um, whether young or old, are always the most vulnerable to to inflation, and it's also the basics that have gone up the most. Mm. When we talk about someone living in poverty or at risk, what are the metrics being used to, to decide that? Well, I think at some stage, Jack, it can all be very confusing between deprivation rates and poverty rates. A risk of poverty, right, means that uh, somebody is at 60, below 60% of the medium income. Now, in this case, right, in these things, that's below €15,754. Okay. So, so it's not a very high figure. So to have to have nearly twenty percent of older people below that figure shows the amount of older people that ultimately is are at risk of poverty, are are or, or who are living hand to mouth. And as you say, you're you're seeing this on the ground. This just reflects really what you're seeing when when people come to you. What are older people telling alone when they get in contact? Well, I think the 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 the, the, the big thing for thing for us was you know is is the reality is is that obviously over the winter a lot of the few the fuel bills an awful lot of people are very stressed about very high fuel bills obviously older people are more susceptible to the cold obviously has poor health outcomes for the whole hold and then over 80 people over 80 spend 80 percent of their time at home so hence you need more, more more energy bills but just generally it's like the other age groups it's about the cost of the basics. It's the cost of, of food. It's the cost of clothes. And it's the fact that people have made so many compromises in how they live. They really haven't got much more compromise to make. You know, government again this week uh, announcing yet another cost of living package. They would make the argument that they have already spent huge sums of money, 11 billion euro budget last year and, and more again this week um, in, in trying to support people and that it's going to the most vulnerable, you know, in the f- fuel allowance and increases in basic social welfare rate, including the pension. Oh, look, absolutely. Look, we really welcome these interventions and we really appreciate the interventions. And we've worked closely with all the government departments and the utility suppliers to put in fixes for those in need. I think what this points out to us is the, go- the government has made, has made a co- commitment on benchmarking the pension to, 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 a, rate, to a rate of, uh, of the national wa- average industrial wage. And we need them to enact that so that ultimately is, is we can keep 
we can keep older people from those at-risk of poverty figures and keep people with some level of standard of, of living, not just for this year, but for all the years going forward with an ageing population and to recognise that this is what we all might need when we all retire. So if the government was to benchmark the state pension to the national uh, median wage, did you say? Is, is that what, It's the average industrial wage. Average I think industrial commitment. wage. Yeah. What would the increase be? Or what, what would think, the pension be? I think uh, it's, in, it's in the programme for government, but it, it probably is over, over the lifetime of this government was meant to increase the pension by, by around €35. Euros. Okay, and a week. And the problem is, is it, was ne- it needed to do that over the four years. But every year we get caught in these rows about giving a fiver or not giving a fiver. Mm. Unfortunately, these stats show that older people are the highest age group at risk of poverty of any age group. And we know that there's lots of other age groups struggling as well. So so but, but that is unfortunately what the CSO data shows. And more older people, of course, living longer, which is a very positive thing, but it does then put this strain on, on resources when it comes to pensions. So very difficult choices in store for the government come, come budget this time round. I, I think, again, I think Social Justice Ireland have done some wonderful figures on the ability to pay the pension with an ageing population. And it shows that over the next 40 years, I think we need to increase the contribution at 1% of GDP. So really, this is a planning issue as well going forward of how we do it. And it also means, you know, the government has an auto-enrolment target for 2024. And if it does that, we'll have the pensions for this generation and the next generation. But as you say, it does take implementation of some of the recommendations and practices that that government itself is proposing. Very interesting to speak to you. Thank you for joining us. That's Sean Moynihan, CEO of Alone. We'll take a break. 